T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Hey, it's good to be with you on this uh, Monday afternoon. It is a Monday night. Ooh, Dan. You went all got up in your Kansas City Chiefs gear. Yeah. Well, yeah. You weren't wearing that before. Here? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was wearing a jacket because it's so chilly and cold. And uh, I took the jacket off because it's warmed up. So Did I'm you say it was rainy? It's rainy. Rainy. Very rainy. Turn on your headlights. You're Jay Edwards. Turn on your headlights. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I had a couple of customers come up uh, to the old dip booth over the weekend (laughs) wanting to (laughs) grieve about people not turning their headlights on. You're like, ma'am, I'm here to sell you the world's finest dips. I am over here. We have our zesty tomato. Here to take your grievances. (laughs) You know what? You can shine a light on the zesty tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Out. Out. Now. Uh, did you hear Mercedes and Volkswagen announced they are phasing out manual transmission cars? Oh. I never knew that. I just called it a stick. I never, when you would Switch say shift, yeah. manual, to me, manual sounds like it does it. I don't know. Now we call it built-in theft prevention. I just call it a yeah, stick shift. Yeah. No kidding. Or built-in theft prevention. Because nobody can steal those cars. I learned on a stick. I always I, had well, a stick well, growing up. I, I, would th- I would bet that most of us did. Dan, you probably learned on a stick. Um, if, if, I did. If you're over the age of 30, you learned on a stick. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah, 30, 30, 35, I think. You'll still find the standard transmission overseas in a number of places, even up in Canada. Mm-hmm. I think we're there, too. Like, they, were, they announced they were going to phase it out in 2022 by the end of the year. And this says by the end of 2023. Get your stick and get it now. Beg your pardon? <laughs> it's done. Oh, people, it's over. It's funny now, though, because <laughs> if you want a stick shift, you have to pay more. Isn't it that It used crazy? to be the automatic transmission See, cost I, more. I think I would prefer a stick shift car. I mean, you can't find them. I would love one. Yeah. I, I think I would enjoy driving a stick. It also makes that you actually really weird coming from me. Pay attention while you're driving. You can't text and drive. Well, you can't text, shift. eat, put mascara yeah. on, you know, any of that stuff. You actually got to drive the car. Okay, but but back in the 80s we still had to drive the car. Yeah, but you weren't Steve... texting. No, but you were still putting on I mean, women were still putting on makeup. People were reading That's the true. newspaper. Yeah. I had a car that didn't have a stick shift. This was probably just 10 years ago, but it had these paddles behind the steering wheel and I never once pushed the paddles, but it had something to do with that. 
where if I don't know if you wanted to go racing oh, someone on oh, I thirty five. Are you talking about like the the automatic cars where where you could switch it over yeah. into sticks yes. if you wanted to? But but there was no uh, right. There was no clutch. Clutch. Thank you. God, I couldn't remember. If you guys, if we had a camera in here, I'm looking at Scott and <laughs> pushing my hand in. I go, you know that that thing. That the third you, pedal. The third one. You pushed yeah. your foot all the way in. Yeah. Yeah, it, and my out car of nowhere, not, I my, just go. Yeah, the my car did not have that, but it had these little silver things behind the steering wheel. Right, do not it, use those. Very bad for your transmission. I know. I could never figure out why they put those into cars or how to use it because I was always afraid if I push those, the engine would fall out. So if if you were going eighty, yeah. and dropped it into drive two, <laughs> um, you have a problem. Yeah, that's why but, I never pushed it. Right, but if you're going, you know, like up a hill, and you're going 40 miles. What's out. the point? Why? Why more add power. that? Well, please. I I just look at that as more things to break down. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're drag racing your Camry. I don't know if you have time. You I, know, I, I don't know if we're gonna have to get those quick shifts in <laughs> for the mud, the snow, going uphill, downhill, learning how to use the the your car. No, you know what you I know can, for what, power. But and, what what I can never figure hmm. out is if if you were using those little buttons on the back of the steering wheel. Yeah, and you weren't having to. Uh, engage the clutch why did we ever have to engage the clutch to begin with because great a, question a true stick shift you obviously have to engage the clutch because it now i'm getting real technical here it pulls the master cylinder out so that you can change gears okay mm-hmm. uh, that is built in in the automatic transmission that's why you don't need to use the clutch it's also one reason why it's really bad for an automatic transmission to use the manual setting okay and car talk by sam stevie motorhead i am a nerd okay Wow. Here's some dip to try Between the, the two of you cats. <laughs> right? Um, wow. And if wow. You shift over here. No. <laughs> so basically those things were just. No, you had to have it in an old stick shift. They just, once we figured out that the car could do it automatically. Yeah. So if you switch it over to manual mode and you use the paddles, it electronically activates the clutch when you press the paddle. This is why I never press those buttons. And then decades ago, they just, the technology to I, mass produce I, the technology I, I wasn't there yet. But, but Dan and Sam, I have literally no idea what we've just talked about for the right. last two minutes. So it's rainy. Remember what my husband said? You just get in and drive it, don't you, honey? <laughs> Turn your headlights on. <laughs> Turn your headlights I on. hadn't changed the oil. I don't know how long. And he just goes, you just get in and drive just it, don't you, babe? In, get in there and you just push pedals. <laughs> Uh, spenders are happier with their lives, but savers are wiser. Dana Wright, according to a new stir, uh, totally. uh, survey, uh, the poll of 2000 American shoppers finds that 56% of Americans consider themselves to be spenders. Uh-huh. Okay. 56% say they are spenders <clears throat> while 34% identified themselves as savers uh-huh. who will not shop until what they want goes on sale or it becomes a necessity. An imminent need. Yeah. Meanwhile, 10% did not claim to be either a shopper or a saver. Um, perhaps unsurprisingly, spenders were found to spend more money on non-essential items yep. during any given week. Sign me up. By nearly double what savers would spend. Yeah, we call that stress shopping. Or just willy-nilly, I want it, I click on it, it comes to my door. Um, says here, savers might have the upper hand when it comes to managing their money. But they're miserable. 
Is that in a roundabout way, that study backing up the philosophy that money buys happiness? No, it's backing up the fact that the Enneagram is real and there are types of personalities and the type that you're talking about that is save, 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 save is the type of person who walks into a room and if you notice one thing out of place, that's what you go to. But I'm a saver. Um, but would you consider yourself like super rigid type A? Because I do not consider you to be that. Or if you walk in a room and let's say there's $10,000 stacked all around the room, but there's a picture slightly, slightly askew on the wall. You don't care about the money. You look at the picture and you complain that that's caca, maybe. Uh, I don't complain about the picture. I go over to the picture and I straighten Oh, yeah. You are one of those people. I am. I am, too. I hate it. All right. I worked at the Alumni Center at KU. Those pictures had to be perfectly straight. Oh, yes. Every day. Did you need a level? Didn't need one. <laughs> Got my eyes. You nerd. 913-586-7798. She's Dana. My name's Scott here on KU. When, when we get back, ruin Thanksgiving in four words. I know you all are on your way to Arrowhead. Uh, fans have been lined up, by the way, in that lot since early, early this morning. Uh, we're going to have some fun straight ahead. Ruin Thanksgiving in four words. My credit card's maxed. 913-586-7798. So try to keep it as clean as possible. Ruin Thanksgiving for me in four words or less. You ready? We might already have a winner on the text line. Samuel, I'm ready. <laughs> Moms on OnlyFans. <laughs> or even worse. That's pretty disgusting. I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> Promo code Dana. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. 913-586-7798. Uh, Candace in Kansas City. Candace, hello. Hi. Hi there. So we went over to my mom's house one year for Thanksgiving. I don't go there a whole lot. We kind of live a little bit of a way. She was supposed to bring out the photo album of my sister and I when we were kids. She did not bring out that photo album. Oh. She, she's about 60 years old right now. And it was pictures from, oh gosh, early 90s. Mom's old sexy photos. Like boudoir oh photos? A, 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 big, a big pardon? Yes. Like boudoir photos. A whole photo album of it. So my husband's looking through it, trying to find pictures of when my sister and I were kids, because that's what it was supposed to be. And she sits across the table, and she's just smiling. Oh. What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Mom was... <laughs> Mom was watching you guys look through this, and she was smiling? Yes. She has a crush on my husband, and it's adorable because she's 60, and it's cute, but it was not the photo album that I thought that she was going to bring out. It was so embarrassing. Do you really think this was an accident? I kind of think she was like, check me out 30 years ago. Look what you missed out on, buddy. <laughs> she did, And she doesn't. She didn't look bad, but I was oh mortified. It's Absolutely mortified. <laughs> that was horrible. I told my sister when it comes to time for there to be a caregiver later, she's in, I'm out. 
<laughs> you don't think that's weird? Oh no, I think she's admitting she thinks it's completely weird. <laughs> that's not a crush. I mean, that's weird. That is weird. Yes, it's yes. And he tried to be as polite as possible. And he was like, oh, this is nice. When we got in the car, he was like, there wasn't a single picture of you or your sister in there. And I was like, no, nope, no, nope, there wasn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, Candace, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. Okay. We're staying home. <laughs> You're staying home? We are staying home. There you go. There's four words. You just saved it. We are staying home for Thanksgiving. All right, let me set the scene for this one. Mm -hmm. I got one. You're in the restroom for quite a while. (laughs) You come out. What is going on? First words that you say are, does it always clog? (laughs) What? We need a plunger. (laughs) That was my four words. Does it always clog? I see. Don't go in there. I've got one. Yeah, that's good. Called Cordell and Cordell. <laughs> Cordell and Cordell. <laughs> We're getting a divorce up in here. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, all right. Here's one. <laughs> He's not your father. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You're not the father. Wow. I mean, we're ruining Thanksgiving. Uh, by the way, we're doing uh, Gratitude Wednesday. Uh, this Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Yeah. For, uh, for those of you who are new to the show, who don't tune in as often as we would like. Um, we're so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. We do Festivus Friday every Friday afternoon. We do it 52 weeks out of the year. Um, but on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we do what's called Gratitude Wednesday. And so from the... Um, the last hour of the show on Wednesday, the five o'clock hour, it is nothing but things that you're grateful for. Now keep this in mind as we get closer to Wednesday. All right. Uh, your family is notwithstanding. That's, your family is the baseline. I, I, I love my yes. wife. I'm grateful yes, for my children. Yes, let's be grateful for family. Right. We're asking you to think outside the box. Yeah. So on Wednesday afternoon, your family is notwithstanding, and we want to know what you're grateful for. For that one hour on Wednesday from 5 to 6. And then um, there's something else I was going to. I have another submission. <laughs> I've got one too. It's so bad. Are you talking about the four words mm-hmm. to ruin that? Okay, Sam, go ahead. Who you voting for? <laughs> That's oh, a good God. one. No. That's who, a good one. Who you voting for? That's right. All right. Four words. What do you got? You're going to rehab. (laughs) The hell I am. That's the spiked punch. (laughs) We've gone vegan. That's a good one, too. Did did I ever tell you I miss it? You miss rehab? Yeah, I really do. The friends that you made in there? Well, I mean, yes. Um, Although I, I don't know that I would really... For any of them listening right now, they're going to be furious with me. We, we don't really talk that often. Um, like, I, I talked with one guy, Dave, this morning. Um, but other than that, I mean, we don't really talk that much. I just, I, you know what I miss? The um, camaraderie. With, 
the camaraderie for sure. What what I really miss is the structure. Sure. Sure. The like getting up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning, you've got to be at, at breakfast at seven thirty. You go you go to your first class at eight. Second you were class. a military kid. Yeah. Oh, I say you like uh, the structure. I, I I really miss it. Yes. I and I've been on the phone with a couple of other people from DR. Um, that's during rehab for uh-huh. those of you who, who missed it. Um, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Like there, there are many of us who are like, I want to go back. I don't want to relapse to have to go back, No, but you know, you, but they, I want to go back. I've heard too, for people who really, um, thrive on structure and enjoy structure and work well in a structured environment that when you get a taste of that and then yeah. it's taken away, it's almost like you need, um, I shouldn't say you need, but if you had something outside of the the two to six p.m. that we're sitting here, then mm-hmm. every single day you're going to do this, and then you're going to do this. And yes. I don't have that either, Scott. And and I miss it. I I I miss the the regiment. The at you know eleven. Yeah. You eat lunch at eleven thirty. Yeah. Okay. You're back in class at one thirty. You're back in class at four thirty. Yeah. And and I miss it. I really do. Can you drop in? Say hi to the... I don't think so. No. <laughs> it's not really how that works. <laughs> Time to leave, Scott. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't ever go away. Uh, the text line is demanding to know, will we be doing this again this year? Please. If they have to ask, I... I they clearly are not a long-time listener of this program. I've already bought it. We would never go any Thanksgiving no. without the annual cranberry shove out of the can challenge. It's just so weird. Now, that being said, this popped up in my Facebook feed the other day. I've already bought it. We will never top ever. Are you talking about two years ago when it fell on the floor? Two years ago when I. <gasps> oh, that was last year. It, was that two tries? Year? Yeah. Landed on the very thin plastic looking glass plate. And the entire thing was that last year? flew off. There is still a stain under my chair that looks like there's been a homicide below me. Correct. Cranberry sauce went flying. I could not breathe. We were laughing so I like hard. This guy better. All right, here Ready? we go. Yep. Keep going. This one's not working. Smack it! Oh, <laughs> oh my god, it fell out! Oh, sauce down! Did it break? Oh god, it's all over the floor! Oh no! That is what it sounds like when was that, a. Uh, that was last year? That was last year. That is yeah. what it sounds like yeah. when a can of cranberries smacks yes. the floor. Play it again. God, that was funny. We've got it on video too! <laughs> I like this guy better. Alright, here Ready? we go. Yep. This one's not working. Smack it!
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Story here from CBS News. I love it. It's Steve Hartman. Your dateline is Olathe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Good Samaritan Society Cedar Lake Village senior living community in Olathe is not exactly known for its single scene. But widow <laughs> what? But widowers Doris Cricks and Carl Cruz, both 96 have found love nonetheless and just last month became America's oldest newlyweds. It is a relationship that started one year earlier on cue. Cruz was one of the best billiard players in the building until Cricks moved in, started beating the socks off. (laughs) I love it. Yes, said Cruz. I was definitely surprised. She's a hustler. Oh, they got married. Says Cricks, it's a good feeling to beat men. Eventually, rivalry led to romance. And both Doris and Carl, uh, who are musicians, by the way, started exploring their shared interests. Carl thought they made beautiful music together and proposed. However, Doris responded with a firm no. Oh, Oh. (laughs) yes. She said, I wasn't looking for a man. There is video, and no one tells a story like Steve Hartman, of the two of them prior to their nuptials walking down the senior center together, and they're both pushing their stroller carts. Mm -hmm. It is just the sweetest story, and right here in Olathe. Uh, Cricks may have said no, but Cruz was a stubborn man. So a couple of months later, he asked her again, Dana Wright. Only this time, he tried an entirely different approach showing her the larger apartment that he had in mind where they could live. So up we go to the second floor, and we went up to this room, said Mr. Cruz. And I was like, oh, this is pretty nice. And then he showed me the walk-in closet. Yep, he had her at the walk-in closet. Crick said that that sealed the deal, and she told him yes right there on the spot. It's okay, Cruz admitted, of being loved for his walk-in closet. Of course, Crick said that Cruz also made more room in his heart. Oh, it is just the loveliest story. Oh, listen to this line here. He told me he was dedicated to making this a happy marriage, and that warms my heart. Chalk one up for true love, says CBS. You know, Scott, 
<laughs> in these retirement communities and re- retirement homes, there is definitely a swing when it comes to the ratio of eligible women and eligible single or widowed men. And I don't I don't know if that's because women we know statistically live longer, if it's because there are more women living in assisted living or more men rather living in assisted living than women. But I had read somewhere there's like one or two single women for every, you know, 10 single or widowed men. And I don't I don't mean like in a nursing home. I mean, like in in any of these communities that are 65 older, the ratio is all off. If you're looking to date, that doesn't make mathematical sense. Well, like you, there's, there, wait, wait, you're saying that in a, in a assisted living home, there are more men than there are women. I'm saying statistically in retirement communities, there are more available women to date than men. Okay. So there are more women than there are men. It gets competitive is all I'm saying. Not in this case in Olathe, but I, you know, talk about these like retirement villages down in Florida. Mm-hmm. It gets competitive. Okay, but but just so we're clear, there are more women than there are men. Yes. Okay. I want to make sure I'm not screwing that up, but I think, yes. Because yes, women live longer. Yeah, women yes, live women longer. live longer. There women are more women than men. Six, six so, years so, longer. So you might have flipped that. Yeah, you're right. You might have 10 eligible or single or widowed women for every one or two guys. It, I'm just saying it gets, it's a thing. Gives a new meaning to till death do us part. And I'm not talking about this couple in Olathe because they found each other at 96. And I believe that makes them one of the oldest newlywed mm-hmm. couples in the country. So uh, says that, it says that they are. It's so a- sweet. And I, I think, why do we do that, though, to older people? Because you, you, I think if I were in my 90s, you would think, you know, it's over. Like, I've lived my life and I've raised my children and maybe I had the love of my life or I've, I've been widowed a couple of times. I don't think most people in their 80s or 90s are looking for love. And so when it happens, it's this beautiful, lovely surprise. We don't think they're looking for love or we don't think we're look, they're looking for romance. Because I think there, there, there might be right. a difference. You, you could be looking for companionship, but not, I don't know. And then why is it awkward to talk about it? I, well, that's why I'm asking the questions. Why is it that when we talk about a 90, like uh, Rosalind and Jimmy Carter today. Oh. I mean, one of the greatest love affairs. Sure. And they were married for 77 years. And yet when you see pictures of Rosalind and Jimmy Carter, when they were, say, in their 30s or 40s, you're like, oh, vibrant, young. Yeah. You know, with virile. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know what you mean. But yet when we see them building a house for Habitat for Humanity when they're 90, we're like, oh, that's kind of a cute old couple. I don't know. Because, man, you anyone would aspire to have a marriage like that where you are. And do you know what I read on Twitter that made me cry? This actually made me cry last night. Somebody said, always the gentleman. President Carter let her go first because he never would have wanted to leave her alone. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I'll be damned. 913-586-7798. Uh, she is doing right. Thank you over there is Sam Stevie Third. Um, Hunger Games, there was apparently a prequel that came out over the weekend. Sam, are you familiar with this? Oh. Uh, I have not seen it, but I am interested. Okay. Okay, like, wait, wait, wait. Like, how it came to be that they were in these six different the first Hunger cities Games. and 
13 districts. Why why did it come to be that they were all divvied up into these districts? I would watch that in a heartbeat. And then they say that it it opens to a subdued $44 million. Well, I mean, the initial franchise was gangbusters. So the fact that a prequel didn't do that hot is notable. Well, $44 million isn't anything to sneeze at. That's fair, yeah. I think they're comparing it to the initial Hunger Games movie, which, you know, was yeah. a chart And I, I think we're also living in a world where, you know... People don't go five, to theaters anymore. Five or six years ago, people would flock to the movie theaters to watch the Hunger Games. And I, I think they missed the true Hunger Games fan base. Yeah. Uh, because it, none of the fans of the original trilogy care about a prequel. I don't know. I do, and I read all of those books. Yeah. I mean, it's been years. I watched the movies, but I read the books first. But the third movie was not that good. All right. Can I ask a really dumb question? Sure. Yeah. How many movies have there been? The trilogy. There were three. three. There's and a, now there's, there's been a prequel. Three. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I read the first book and the second book, and maybe I got like a quarter of the way through the third and put it down. The first was where it's at. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It was okay. off the chain. Uh, so Hunger Games comes out this weekend with $44 million. Uh, the Marvels, I, I have literally got to get back in uh, to the game. I, I didn't even know the Marvels had a new movie coming out. Right, how many? They Marvel? come out with one like every month. Come on, how many Marvel yeah. movies can there be? Okay, so this does. This is not embarrassing for me. Right? No. There's always a new DC Comics or Marvel movie coming out. Okay. Huh. All right, speaking of money, did you hear... Uh, and this is out of London for those who appreciate the finer things in life. Mm. A bottle of the world's most sought after scotch whiskey has sold at Sotheby's. Any guesses? Ten million. I mean, it's going to be something stupid. $2.7 million. Chump change. It is a Macallan. Now, I've heard of Macallan. Macallan is a very good whiskey. You go down right now to Ryman's and buy Macallan. But this was a very rare Macallan 1926. Oh. One of just 40 bottles drawn after Adri in sherry casks for 60 years, making it the oldest Macallan vintage ever produced. You know what I always think about these old bottles that they they sell, though? It doesn't mean it's going to be good when you open it, does it? No. Not no. I mean, you could buy a very, very expensive bottle of wine and uncork that thing, mm-hmm. and it's skunky. Well, but, but I think what, what people do is they build it up in their brain that if if I'm spending 20,000 a sip my god I would never um if I'm spending $20,000 on a bottle of wine right from 1962 or whatever sure it has to be good yeah even if it's not good you're going to go you, you, oh, oh, oh I'm getting some tannins and oh. hints of cherry on the well they're not even going to drink it they're going to put it in a glass case with lights on it so that go. they can prove that they have money and they're going to sniff it. and the, uh. Sotheby's had expected it would go around like 900000 to $1.4 million. They were in shock when the prize bottle fetched the whopping 2.7, making it, quote, a new record for any bottle or spirit or wine ever sold at auction. No booze has ever sold no. for more than no. $2.5 million? It's got a really cool um, Can I see? art label that looks sort of Picasso-ish. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, okay. Right. Yeah, great point from the text line. If you're paying more than forty bucks for any bottle of spirit or wine, you're paying for the marketing. Not Listen the to product. someone that someone tasted a tiny drop. I don't know how. 
ahead of the sale, Sotheby's head of whiskey, oh, good God, Johnny Fowl, uh, said that name? he, Johnny Fowl, but he's the head of whiskey, had tried a small sample. He says, quote, I tasted a drop, a tiny drop. It is very rich. It's got a lot of dried fruit, as you would expect, mm. a lot of spice, a lot of wood. He called it an incredible whiskey that should not be taken lightly. What? What in the Sam Hill has he been drinking? It's not even a sealed bottle. Apparently a lot of whiskey. It's okay. an incredible whiskey that should not be taken lightly. What does it even mean when he says it's got... And listen, and, and I can already hear people... Plenty of wood. Uh, lots of wood. Yes. What does that even mean? Who drinks wood? Edgar, pull over the Lamborghini for me. Here's why it's so expensive. Mm. Of the 40 bottles filled in 1986... It's got wood. None was made available for purchase. They were offered instead to McAllen's top clients around the world. I'm guessing kings and queens have this. It was so bad they didn't even drink it. Quick break. Uh, Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott. Can you imagine dropping it as you brought it up to the dais. No, I could not. Spike it like a football <laughs> after you buy it. Take that, suckers! Down goes McAllen. Gratitude Wednesday coming up uh, in just a couple of days. We'll do that right before the Thanksgiving holiday. Gratitude Wednesday, uh, five to six on Wednesday afternoon here on Dana and Parks. Ah, one of our favorite people in the building, Jay Binkley from 610 Sports. It's mutual, it Scott. Movie Who, critic. Uh, movie critic. Run, do <laughs> not walker. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to watch this, and I'm not even going to be embarrassed that I watched it, but I no. want you to tell me about it. it well, it's an ESPN flick. Okay. It's uh, ESPN Plus, okay. which a lot of people have now, but the uh, show title is Where's Wolf? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Go to Adam Shifter on Twitter because oh the NFL community is talking about it. And what's funny is, is, is how Chiefs fans that are currently lined up at Arrowhead Stadium, yeah. that they have been since, what, 6 a.m. I still don't know where they go to pee, but they've yeah. been out there for 6 a.m. Yep. They're, they're hardcore fans. They're great fans. The best fans in the NFL, 100% the best fans. 100%. But they've been kind of shying away from the wolf. You know, they don't want to be putting this, hey, all our, our, our super fans are nuts because they want to shy away they from are. the wolf. They are. But here's the thing. Embrace the wolf. The wolf did nothing to them. The, the wolf did. The wolf was very generous. He's a multiple... He was alleged armed felonious robber. armed bank robber. It was a CO2 gun, I believe, is what they said. Knock on wood. Yeah, I think. tell the teller that. Yeah, well, no, exactly. I mean, that, that was that was scary, right? But he seemed that he has a little bit of Robin Hood in him, I think. So the documentary drops overnight. I'm not kidding, Scott. I'm not kidding. He's a little bit of Robin Hood in the wolf fan suit. Break, bank robber wolf guy. Are there things in there that you did not know? You know what? I didn't know a lot. I heard a lot about it as far as where he would rob his banks, but living in car, like I didn't realize they went to like pools and stuff at hotels that they weren't staying there. They were, were they grifters? Like he well, did, they you lived, told me they he lived, lived out of his car. Like, car. He, he, he had a rough life growing up. His dad abandoned him and he, okay. he had a kind of a rough life, give it up. And he, everything he did, he gave to people. Like he gave chief shirts and, jer and jerseys and shoes and things away to kids and everything. Like he was really generous with that kind of stuff. With the money that he stole. Yeah. But I, but I think he swam at pool. Yes. Yeah, of course. They, so uh, money came One from. of the things I'm reading here is that he's accused of stealing more than $800,000. And it was laundered, too, because the casinos. Through casinos or whatever. <laughs> Multi-state, which how, makes it federal. How is he living out of his car if he... Where did the $800,000 go? Well, he, he bets a lot. You know, he, he bet a lot and he cashed... So his, did, would he just... 
literally live at the casinos? No, he lived. I think he stayed at various hotels. I'm pretty sure he probably rented them at, from time to time. But uh, he uh, he cashed his check in uh, his uh, casino receipt when he was out on on bail. Yeah, in Oklahoma, but he had over a hundred thousand dollars in bets on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and also Mahomes winning MVP. Like he brought in that, yes. and as soon as he got that money, as soon as they mailed him that money. Ankle bracelet, boom, woods gone. Here's, oh, really? here's what I need someone in law enforcement to explain. I didn't know they lowered his bail from two hundred thousand to eighty thousand. They know that he is alleged to have robbed Allegedly, a handful yeah. of banks in the beginning. I don't think they knew in the beginning how how the scope of what this was going to be. And that's tough because he left some of the. I had read that he left some of the, the the cash by trees or whatever because it's 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 marked cash. You know how a lot of it right. is with dyed and but, stuff. But follow me, bank. The authorities would have known he placed this five thousand dollar bet on them winning on the Super Bowl, Mahomes being MVP. They would have known he is going to at some point go to cash in one hundred thousand dollars. He did it by mail, like a hotel, I think. And here's the other thing too: is he there was an eighty thousand dollar bet in Kansas City at the uh, sports book out here in KCK, okay, allegedly, and uh, it was on the money line against the uh, Buffalo Bills last year, which he lost eighty grand on that game because Buffalo Bills ended up beating the Chiefs. Oh, so you know you take uh, eighty grand out of that boom. In what hit? But when you start doing that, you start getting attention. You know, like who's making this bet? How is this bet being made? Why is this bet yeah. uh, being Most made? Most of us bet five or ten dollars. He was betting enormous amounts of enormous money. Enormous amount of money, and the whole K State connection because they can't. They, they looked in the K State. He says he went to K State because uh, there's pictures of him at K State. He didn't. He didn't wear a wolf costume, by the way. He had his. He was wait. He never went to K State. I don't think so. They, I've they never said, even heard that he went to K State. Well, he has pictures and stuff of him as a K State guy. K State. <clears throat> fan at the games but <laughs> but they said he never went because they, they they were doing research on him they said uh, that he never went he worked for amazon like back in 2018 and then hasn't well obviously found other ways to get money allegedly so but they, the whole thing is interesting because he showed up to chiefs games as this wolf like he would go to the charity events chiefs would have and buy things and spend a lot of money give them the kids <laughs> and everything else like a lot of the stuff he did was pretty pure but, but not, no not one, pure, wait, it was Robin Hoodish, Robin Hoodish. Did no one ever say, this is a guy living out of his car, no one really knows who he is, yet he seems to have hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw around that no one can account I, for. I'm just curious if you're on a jury, if you actually convict a wolf. <laughs> like, oh my like, uh, god! Like seriously, like I'd be thinking like, oh my god, am I really going to convict a wolf? Yes. If I was on the jury, I would, I would like almost smile like I'm about to convict a wolf. He's and, not a wolf! He's an armed bank robber. He's an armed robber, but I'd probably free him. I'm not kidding you. I think it's funny. I probably would free him. Jay Binkley, news coming up in one minute. She's Dana. That guy is Sam. My name is Scott. That guy is crazy. Crazy. Yes. Here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. 
the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.